0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, September 5th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Farm Bill negotiators to meet. Conway awaits Senate counter. U.S. and Canada to talk. And Farm Bill critic joining Senate. Farm Bill talks heat up as the conference meets. The giant Farm Bill Conference Committee finally meets for the first time this morning. The meeting will give the 47 House conferees and nine senators a chance to briefly air their priorities for the farm bill. But don't look for any actual negotiations and votes to take place. The negotiations aren't that far along. We'll be watching to see if there are any consistent themes that emerge or any new issues are raised that could be a problem for negotiators. It is a safe bet that House Democrats will praise the Senate version of the bill while repeating their attacks on the SNAP reforms in the House bill. The four leaders of the negotiation, the chairman and ranking Democrats on the House and Senate Ag Committees, will each get five minutes to speak, but the rest of the conference will be limited to three minutes each. The top Democrat on the House Agriculture Committee, Colin Peterson, said in a recent AgriPulse open mic interview that the meeting is basically for show so that everybody can make speeches. By the way, House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway, the Texas Republican, disclosed yesterday evening that he proposed a complete comprised bill last week and was waiting for a comprehensive response from Senate negotiators. Conaway declined to discuss any of the specifics of what he proposed. He said, I wanted the other three lead negotiators to know that I was willing to make significant changes to the House bill to get this done. For more on the Farm Bill and the latest on President Trump's trade policy, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes this morning. U.S. and Canada still on track for trade talks today. Canadian Minister of Foreign Affairs Krista Freeland is scheduled to renew negotiations with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer today to try to salvage the trade talks that broke down Friday evening. The talks will roll on despite the two countries' stark differences over issues like the U.S. opposition to Canada's dairy supply management system and more threats from President Trump over the weekend. Trump said in a tweet, there is no political necessity to keep Canada in the new NAFTA deal. If we don't make a fair deal for the U.S. after decades of abuse, Canada will be out. Congress should not interfere with these negotiations, or I will simply terminate NAFTA entirely, and we will be far better off. Book. Staff circumvented Trump on trade. Bob Woodward's new book about President Trump claims that the former economic advisor Gary Cohen prevented Trump from withdrawing from the South Korean trade agreement by swiping the letter from his desk. And the book suggests that Cohen may have done the same thing with a NAFTA withdrawal letter. After the book excerpts came out, Trump denied in an interview with The Daily Caller, a conservative news site, that his staff had hidden documents from him. Keep in mind, according to an earlier account of the NAFTA decision, Trump backed off from withdrawing from the agreement after a meeting with Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue and hearing about the potential damage that it would do to farmers. Senate veteran Kyle returns. Republicans will soon be back to a 51-vote margin in the Senate with the announcement that former Arizona Senator John Kyle is being appointed to replace late Senator John McCain. Republicans have been effectively working with just 50 members this year because McCain had been unable to return to D.C. as his cancer progressed. Having Kyle in place will give Majority Leader Mitch McConnell an extra bit of breathing room for tough votes. And whether Kyle will make a difference for the Farm Bill is another matter since passing that legislation already will require significant Democratic support. Keep in mind... Like McCain, Kyle tended to support reforms to the Farm Bill during his tenure in the Senate. The last time Kyle had a chance to vote on the Farm Bill in 2012, he voted against the Senate version of the legislation. He retired at the end of that year, so he didn't vote on the final version of the legislation, which wasn't enacted until 2014. Kyle also voted against the final versions of the 2002 and 2008 Farm Bills after having supported the 1996 freedom to farm bill. Hunger report is due. U.S. Department of Agriculture today will release its annual measure of hunger in the United States. The big question is whether the report will show continued improvement for 2017. The rate of food insecurity has been trending down since the high of 14.9 percent in 2011, falling to 12.3 percent in 2016. Keep in mind, a family is considered food insecure if there are times during the year when food intake is reduced and eating patterns are disrupted. Purdue gets new help at USDA. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue getting a fourth Senate-confirmed undersecretary in place today. Jim Hubbard will be sworn in as undersecretary for Natural Resources to oversee the Forest Service. USDA has seven undersecretary positions in all, with three still vacant after today. Two nominees are awaiting Senate confirmation, Mindy Brashers as undersecretary for food safety, and Scott Hutchins to be undersecretary for research, economics, and education. Here's today's He Said It. I'm willing to move off the House position, but it's got to make sense. That House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway talking to reporters yesterday evening about the state of the Farm Bill negotiations with the Senate. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, September 5th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.